Okay, everybody, I don't know if it's working, but we're recording, so you'll get to see and hear this eventually. Uh, I want to uh, thank you for tuning in at late notice, special notice uh, to my uh, VIP supporter, Annie Massey, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash whitelinefever. And here is a man who is enormously famous in Australia. It's Rudolf Perez. Hello, Rudolf. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm good, mate. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How are you? Hello. Okay, so, um, yes, can you hear me? Sorry, I, I, I'm quite, I'm quite far away. <laughs> um, you, you're, um, you've been uh, very prominent in the NRL this week. Uh, you must have been. Have you been getting a lot of feedback? Your um, call of uh, the Raiders last weekend has been uh, shared and uh, liked and uh, talked about. Um, what sort of feedback have you got, Rudolph? Well. Uh, yeah, I, I've been told Monday morning, French time, that uh, NRL uh, 360 uh, just uh, took a piece of the uh, the commentary of last week's game, and well, I was uh, <laughs> I was surprised, but uh, I, we've been doing this with Louis Bonnery for more than 20 years. What, what were they expecting uh, <laughs> to do it? Uh, why did they wait for so long? Um, uh, no, serious. More seriously, it's uh, it's nice uh, because it's you know better than anybody the situation of the French rugby league and uh, you know that the game is not as popular as it should be and uh, you you know how how much it's important to expand our game and we're trying to do our part here uh, and I'm trying to do mine for a long time and it was nice and uh, it's uh well it's it's touching you know that thinking that someone far away from you uh, can look at what you're doing on a, on a daily basis far away from Australia. And uh, we don't live in the uh, rugby league paradise. We know that. <laughs> so we're trying to, to make uh, our own rugby league paradise in France, which is not. But uh, it's, it's nice. Thank, I, I'd like to thank them once again. Um, tell us the story um, um, there, Rudolph, about your own background and how you came to be involved in rugby league and you know, the whole thing, like, I mean, people just, all they do is they see a clip and they hear people screaming in French and that's all they know. So um, what's the backstory to all this? Uh, how, how did you become involved in the game? Um, Louis Bonnery has been involved in rugby league for longer than anybody I can recall, who, who I still see regularly. Um, you call the games in a room. Um, which matches do you call? Who watches? Where, you know, is, um, does, you live in Paris, rugby league's in the south. Just paint a picture for, um, for, for, for the viewers and listeners. See, look, Steve, this is where I work. You know, it's far away from uh, the Australian shores, you see. Uh, <laughs> this is where I work. Uh, this is how we, we get to, uh, to our rugby league paradise. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's not we have this, you see. <laughs> Louis is staying here and I'm standing here. And uh, for the last 20 years, I would say, we, we've been working on on those games, we, uh, we uh, call the games off to you. And uh, we've been doing that for more than 20 years, tw almost 25 years, Louis and I. I. I was born in the south of France in a city called Albi. It's mm -hmm. a rugby league city mm -hmm. uh, because it's, uh, it's a club that was founded in 1934, exactly when the, the exact year rugby league was brought in France. And I grew up watching games like all the kids of my age. And I started playing. Uh, I was not... Um, top rugby rugby uh, league player i have to confess uh but i played my part and then uh and then i uh, for work of course i had to move to uh 
to uh, Paris quite soon in my life. So, uh, and I started working here, but just like you said, um, Paris is not a rugby league city. We used to have one, you remember <laughs> Paris Saint-Germain, but unfortunately the game is not that big in France and it's not that big in Paris, obviously. So um, it's, uh, well, it is what it is. We, uh, we've been working, Louis and I, uh, together. We are the longest uh, pair uh, serving in terms of uh, a rugby league commentary uh, in rugby in France, rugby league uh, commentary elsewhere. I don't know, but we've been working together for quite a long time. And um, we started working, Louis and I started working on the uh, Challenge Cup, the, uh, uh, the English Challenge Cup. And then... Uh, the uh, TV station we were working with uh, bought the right of the Super League uh, again after Canal Plus, when Canal Plus left it. And that's how Louis and I started to work uh, on Rugby League on a, a daily basis, I would say. And then it started uh, on another century now. <laughs> and uh, uh, and that's, that's how we had the chance and the opportunity to travel, uh, not so much. Uh, in terms of uh, Australian games, but we had the chance to cover uh, the Super League in Europe, of course, and uh, the um, World Cups in in England, um, 2000, uh, for instance, and uh, the other in Australia, in, in the last one in, in 2017. And uh, hopefully uh, next year we'll do the, the Rugby League World Cup. Not so sure because uh, times are changing in France in terms of uh, TV rights. So we hope we'll be able to uh, to cover it again. And what about um, Catalans? You have had periods where you were the commentator of Catalans games, but not. Are you not doing those games this year? No. No, exactly. We uh, we starting we we started working on the uh, domestic championship in France. So we were covering the Treize uh, Catalans at that time and all the French domestic teams. And then when uh, Super League started, of course. Louis and I were there for the very first game of the Catalans play against Wigan back in uh, 2006. And uh, well, it's been a it's been a wonderful journey with the Catalan Dragons, and uh, that led us to Wembley and this uh, this final. And uh, it it was a it was really painful when we lost the rights of the competition. Now to uh, give you uh, an example of what uh, rugby league is all about in France. No one is, um, no one bought the rights for uh, for Super League, which is a shame. And uh, we have to uh, watch the games on on Sky Sports now uh, because the game is not covered like it used to be uh, Super League. And hopefully, uh, 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 Bean Sports will uh, will get the uh, the rights again soon. I hope so, but. I'm not that confident, but fortunately, we still have the uh, the rights of the of the NRL, which is uh, uh, it's the flagship of uh, rugby league in in, in uh, on being sports and and also in France because I uh, the last twenty years I've seen a lot of changes, especially with the young blokes that you meet and that tell you, uh, well, I, I've been listening to you for about twenty years and I grew up listening to rugby league games i didn't know that game and thanks to television i know this game and it's it's a fantastic game it's fast it's well, everything you know about the game uh, some people know it through the television without the television they would never never heard about this game and especially uh, what was going on 
far, far away in Australia. Is the NRL, we know that the Roosters trained in, in uh, I think, in Paris uh, before the World Club Challenge uh, last year. Um, is, there, is there potential there? I mean, if the, if, I mean, if the NRL put on a match in the south of France, would it be commercially viable? Um, is there, if, if people are watching the games on television, is there a way the NRL could, le- could leverage that? Well, uh, commercially viable. Uh, as much as a rugby league uh, can be, I would say, because who would have played there? Uh, the game, the Catalan Dragons? Yeah, they, they could have been some sort of a, uh, no offense, but sparring partner for the, uh, for the Roosters mm. before the World Club Challenge. Yes, would have been a good idea. Um, the game might have been televised. Uh, would it be uh, viable? I don't know. But mm. for the uh, main interest of the game, um, it would have been a, a bonus, of course. And mm. uh, just to, just something that I, I remember about this day, I was there and I, I went to see the, the, the training session because I, I went to see Trent uh, after the training session with a couple of friends. Uh, he knew from a long time uh, ago from Toulouse. Um, and uh, it was funny to see that uh, on that particular day, there were no... Uh, rugby union coaches just to remember to the viewers that uh, mm. rugby union is really big in France mm. um, even if the times are difficult for everybody but uh, there were no rugby union coaches attending this this training session and those training sessions were uh, the best thing you could find in the business mm. in terms of athleticism in terms of tactics in terms of um, well, players, staff, the way things are handled in the NRL. So uh, there were no interest whatsoever from the coaches, which is a shame. And uh, it's based on, you know, that because you've been traveling so much, everything is based on curiosity. You have to see, you have to uh, to see exactly what the others are doing to try to improve yourself. And we haven't seen this curiosity from the main uh, rugby code in France when the Roosters came. So you had a lot of fans who came. They were so happy to see the fans, they to see the players that they could see on TV. And I remember uh, something funny. Uh, Victor Radley uh, came after the after the training session, just like the other players, and uh, he shook hands with the uh, at that time we could, and he shook <laughs> hands with uh, with fans and uh, said hello. I'm Victor Radley, and he was surprised because he could see uh, this little little old man or this uh, little old lady shaking his hand and saying, "Yeah, I know you because I see you on TV week in week out. Uh, we, you, you're a hell of a player, and we know who you are." Mm-hmm. And uh, I I found that fantastic because for me, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are just like I am a someone who wants this game to expand and uh, and we need this expansion and uh, we are lucky to work i am i feel lucky and blessed to work on the best rugby league and rugby uh whatever the code is competition with the nrl and i'm and i'm a big fan it's my job but i'm still a big fan and uh, we have this uh, we have this opportunity to show it to people and and tell them okay you're in france you live in the south of france you know a little bit of rugby league you know what it is but you live in Brittany, 
you live in uh, in the east of France, close to the German border or the Switzerland border. You live in the north, close to the uh, Belgian border. Border. Okay, this is a game that you should know, and television is good for that. And what we're doing here, we're acting as ambassadors of the game, and we have to do it. We have to show the people that they are two codes because people don't really know it in France and you know that mm -hmm. and uh, people don't know that we have two rugby codes and rugby league is a hell of a sport it's it's a fantastic game and uh, we have to show people with the NRL it's so easy and and it, and it is as well with with the super league of course but in a rugby league world where we need expansion we need more um, uh, more teams playing against each other in the Pacific here in Europe. We have to use these uh, these TV tool to share to share it to uh, to the people, and that's what we do in France because people in France uh, see that on TV. And and I've been I've seen something funny uh, in bars here um, or small restaurants. At that time in France, we had bars as well and restaurants <laughs> and. Uh, and people stop eating or talking and watch the TV, uh, a TV in the corner and say, hey, what's that? Those guys running all the time and, and bumping to each other, scoring tries and jerseys are, are nice and, yeah. and the, stage, the stadiums are good. You see the paint on the pitch, it's perfect. And it might be a detail for the viewers in Australia who would listen to what I'm saying. But you catch, once you once rugby league catches your eye it's it's finished and especially the nrl i t well, you have to go soon so i'll ask you two questions in one um this sunday in Toulouse, I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it but there's a um there's a there's a nines tournament on despite everything um there's a nines tournament on with i think about eight teams more uh so um can you say a little bit about that and women's rugby league seems to be quite big in, in, in france um and a lot of enthusiasm for women's rugby league and secondly, um, the next two weeks, obviously very exciting for you and Louis Bonnery calling the last two weekends of the NRL season, uh, culminating in the grand final, of course. So uh, give us your tip, what you think is going to happen over the next, uh, next couple of weekends. So yeah, just those two things, uh, um, Rudolph, and I'll let you go. Um, for the coming back to the, uh, to, the, to the women, yes, you're right. And the, uh, the women's game is expanding. Um, uh, and we speak a lot about um, women's rugby league. I, I, you know, my good friend Laurent Garnier, uh, uh, up in Queensland, uh, he works uh, with with these. Uh, he's uh, he's coaching a uh, women's side, and uh, we we speak a lot about this. And and funny thing is, we are showing as well the uh, the state of origin of the women. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been told that it's uh, an inspiration. Uh, mm -hmm. How could it be? Uh, how could it be? Uh, Not. How could it be anything else than a yeah than an inspiration for the, these girls? Because these women they play rugby league here. As I said, rugby league is not that big, and they play a game that uh, few other girls play. And uh, the women playing can see the best of the best when they watch the when they watch the uh, the state of origin. And on being sports this week, you were talking about. Uh, the next two weeks very important for Louis and I um, for the rest of the season. But we also focus on um, November with the state of origin because once again we'll do the we'll cover the state of origin uh, this year, women and men. And 
coming back to the uh, to the next two weeks yes we well it's been it's been a strange season for everybody and and, and for us as well uh, because we thought that it would never come back and uh, at a time here in france people have to know uh, in australia that the only live uh, rugby and sports event was in australia uh, was the nrl because at that time everything was shot soccer was shot in, in france uh, rugby union as well of course uh, basketball volleyball whatever so the only live sports that you could get on being sports or elsewhere was uh, was the rugby league and was the nrl and so we were happy proud enthusiastic just uh, as always louis and i when we started <laughs> back when the competition started back and um, we um, we we had good fun for this season because it's been well every time you think that the uh, rugby league in australia has shown you everything when you say well I, i've seen it all i know but it's not it, it's not you always have something new and good big and new for the game uh, like six again uh, we, last season after the final we said oh my god uh the canberra raiders they lost and this uh wrong call and uh we starting talking about six again and see and look what happens uh, a few months later you have this new rule six again accelerates the pace and uh, some are some think it's good some don't think it's a very good rule i personally think that it's a good rule everything that can speed up the game is good for me because we know that we're playing a game not just for rugby league itself but we play with all the competitors all the other codes all the other sports afl or rugby union here in france so everything you can bring to the game to make it more spectacular we take it and once again the nrl set a new standard and it's bigger faster and more exciting than ever so for the next two weeks I would like to have a couple of surprises. Um, I would like to see uh, uh, a big surprise, something that shakes. But uh, for this week, uh, I'm not sure. I think we'll see uh, the storm again, and I think that we'll see the the Panthers as well uh, in the final. But like I said, I'd like to have a surprise. Uh, things that make a that will make a big final and um, bring more once again frenzy into it because that's what we live for you see this look steve this cabin here there's yeah. a tremendous amount of energy in this small <laughs> very very small place yeah. <laughs> when the game when the games come yeah. and uh sometimes people put their head just here you see right there and they say <laughs> what's going on <laughs> oh, it's those two guys. It's uh, Louis and Rudolph, and they commentating a game of rugby league in Australia. And uh, last time we had a we had a, a final where we became crazy was uh, 2015, uh, and uh, people were gathering around us in this in this cabin to see what because those guys are are going to to die in this cabin uh, because we're excited with the. Um, with the Cowboys winning the title in this crazy scenario. And I like movies, but when I go to the movies or watch a movie at home, I've never been uh, as much uh, 
surprise or, or shook up with a scenario from a, uh, a final uh, of the NRL. The, the, the guys, I don't know who writes it, but the guy who writes the scenario for the NRL game is a, is a genius. So hopefully whatever, who plays, I'm sure we're going to have a, a great final. Maybe not a surprise, but I guess we're going to have it. And uh, one last thing I'd like to say to all the journalists in Australia working on the NRL, on television or whatever, uh, you lucky guys, don't forget that. <laughs> don't complain because you have the chance to work on a fantastic sport and uh, a great competition. And you're living in the paradise of uh, rugby league journalists. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, your enthusiasm has perhaps cost you. Um, you've got a meeting across town. You've got to put on your mask and get on the Metro. I'll let you go. Uh, congratulations on all the work you do for the game. And uh, let's make sure. Let's, yeah. Wouldn't it be great in 10 years if I could interview 10 people who are calling NRL games in a language other than English? It's, you know, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's difficult. We're not that – we're not uh, – we're not very – we're a few, actually. Uh, Spain, maybe Turkey. Turkey. Have you seen that? Yes, yeah, Turkey. Are the Czechs sometimes? Is there some Czech commentary? I don't know. Anyway, you've got to go. You've got to go. Yeah, oh. yeah, but, but I, I recently heard, yeah, yeah, I got to go. Um, I got to go and uh, be sure that uh, we're doing our, our party in France for the uh, NRL for the rugby league, but you know already that. <laughs> yes, and you're getting the recognition you've deserved. Bye-bye, so, Rudolph. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. No, thank you, mate. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Stay safe.